0: Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. The Best Years of Our Lives, which, as far as I can tell, is an ironic name for the movie, is a 1946 film about three veterans returning from their service and adjusting to life on the home front. Uh, Joining us today is Annette from The Truth We Hide, Podcast and a wild ride called life. Um, Annette, thank you for uh, being here today. I appreciate it.
1: No, thank you so much, Brian. I'm really, I'm really honored.
0: Well, um, now I, I did want to mention up front a couple of resources uh, for those who might need um, to, to reach out today. There is a crisis text line in the U.S. You can text home H O M E two seven four one. 741. In the UK, you can text SHOUT S H O U T to 85258. Uh, Depending upon where you are in the world, I believe there are some other uh, crisis text lines. So check your local listings, as they say. Um, Annette, uh, thank you so much for being here today. I, I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really honored.
0: Now, this um, movie, and, and I, I just want to emphasize up front, this is not a movie podcast. So I'll, I'm, as with every episode, I, I try to keep my comments to the movie at, at a minimum. But this movie, The Best Years of Our Lives, at least to me, tends to be, in my mind, one of the best mental health movies ever made, which in, in, in some weird way doesn't really get Recognized as such because it's it's in the context of um, three um, soldiers re- returning home and adjusting to you know adjusting to, to, to life in America um, uh, when, when when they return and and I wanted to ask you uh, about about that uh, the 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 drama and obviously it's a movie so it's you know it's not not a doc- documentary but as far as uh, adjusting to life w- when you get home how much would you say that in terms of depicting it as you know as a struggle or what not, would you say is accurate versus a lot of it being you know dramatized for you know artistic license
1: so it's it it, it all depends on the situation mm-hmm. for those that were actually up, you know, in the front lines of combat, their situation obviously is going to be different from those of us who are in the, you know, behind the scenes on the, on the bases over there. But regardless of whatever we went through, you know, coming back is still a challenge. It's, it's different. You spend, oh, I don't know, anywhere between six, 12, 18 months over there in a certain mindset and then you come back and people are expecting you to be like, okay, you're home, you should be excited. Whereas you're just trying to change your mindset again and focus on what's in front of you. But, you know, it's, it's hard to just jump back into things. And I, I for just a short story, when I came back the first, first time my mom was watching my kids and she was like, Okay, you're home, so this is what the kids are doing. This is this activity, this is this and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I need to ease back into this because it was so much. It was so overwhelming for for her to just say, get ready, you know, now it's your turn to watch the kids. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah so it's and they get back on the road again and drive on the streets there's just so many different factors so i don't you know movies are gonna probably dramatize it a little bit but for the most part it's pretty it's pretty accurate depending on where that soldier was or what they were involved in
0: well first of all and and if i could rewind um just a moment i and i i feel um embarrassed that i i did not um thank you for serving um i don't think i did um, prior to recording, so I, I did want want to thank you now before I yep. forget. I do want to thank you for 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 serving.
1: Thank you, thank you for
0: that. Um, but um, th- that said, what um, what um, brought brought you on your 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 journey into 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 the, the, the this work? Was it when you re- returned home, or what, what was it prior, or was it kind of a, a little of both?
1: so i you know during my my time in service but even before that i was dealing with a lot of stuff that nobody really spoke about you know you kept it in house and you didn't say anything and then when you're going through your time in service it's you're afraid of being judged or uh let's see you know, being seen as weak, so many different factors. So I, I kept a lot of these emotions hidden inside and just it kept building up because I didn't know how to ask for help. Um, there there comes that, that stigma, you know, that stigma's been out there for so long that it just um it just kept growing and growing and I just felt like, you know, I was gonna explode. So I held on to that until um my retirement. And so after retirement, I felt like I was I, I was lost and I didn't know who I was anymore because my identity was in that uniform it was behind that rank and I didn't know who I was as just me like I how how am I just a mom because I was never just a mom I had kids right after I joined the military so I was this person that no longer no longer existed in my mind so that's when when i started to have these really dark depressive episodes i knew that there was a problem because i was acting out in rage and i was just not pleasant (laughs) at all um it's you know it's embarrassing because i i was so mean and nobody knew what what was wrong some my kids even thought i was bipolar it was it was that bad so i decided i i had to i had to do something I, i i spoke to a few people before I started the journey because I I was like, what is going on? And they were telling me, you know, it's transition is hard, you know, especially if you don't get a job right away or, you know, learning how to be a civilian again, all these mixed emotions. So I, I started to realize that I wasn't the only one that was feeling this way. And I was tired. I was so tired of pretending that I was okay. And that's when I started writing, writing, just it made the words real it made me start to really accept the fact that that I wasn't that there was something wrong and so after a year of writing I decided that I was I wanted to start a blog and I started a blog and then I started a website and then it just it just blew up from there and you know, it was scary, it was terrifying because all these years, the people that knew me saw me as a different person. And now they're like, oh my God, there was something really wrong.
0: Yeah. And- Can I yeah. ask something that I, 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 and this might sound like an incredibly stupid question. And, but, but I, I legitimately am wondering about this though. Um, what, what is it like asking for help when you're enlisted?
1: it's because we are, I guess we're supposed to be tough, you know, we're leaders and we're soldiers and there's no time to be in that place. It's almost as if we don't have time to ask for help, but we can't because you're supposed to be this certain person. You're not supposed to be, um, crying in a corner and yeah. you know feeling sorry for yourself you don't have time for that so it, it's it was really hard it was really yeah. hard to say anything. and and
0: what I, what i mean by that is in terms of a channel such as the the, the va and for those listening outside of the u.s va is veterans um, department of veterans affairs and whatnot um so um, what so what it, what i remember that is, in terms of different uh channels or avenues available how how would you say that compared to what when when you returned home
1: so there there was um military one source was offered to us mm-hmm. it was just the the it was our choices to not ask for help because we were afraid that our chain of command was going to find out, but there was, there was resources for us. There were not as many as there are now, mm-hmm. but there were, there were some available. So if we wanted to, we, we could have reached out. It was just mm-hmm. our choices not to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Understood. Um,
0: what, um what's been probably one of the, 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 you know, best things or or, or greatest things that, 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 that you, you've, you've learned through, through this, through this um, journey.
1: That there's a community out there. You know, there are people out there that are feeling similar. They're in similar situations as you are. So you're not alone. And I, you know, once I found that community, then I, I felt like I could breathe a little bit easier and I think once I also found my voice to to actually share what was wrong, mm-hmm. the um, response was, it, it was twofold. I actually lost some friends, but yeah. I gained some really amazing ones. And even the ones that were, you know, decided to stick around with me on this journey, they've been nothing but supportive. And it's been so, uh, it's, it's to the point where I wish I would have said something sooner. Mm-hmm because i didn't realize that i was going to have such an amazing family cool cool yeah.
0: well i i also want to ask you we live in a and obviously this is probably yeah obviously but um we live in a world obviously where there's a lot of negativity and drama and, and bad news and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. Um, sometimes the stories involve uh, new stories pertaining to the military sometimes they they, they don't um what would be your approach to to staying you know centered and grounding and you know not getting sucked in to that 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 drama and and negativity that uh, often it is you know characterizes the, the world in, in which we in, in which we we live
1: I think the first thing we need to do is just accept ourselves for who we are. You know, it's, and that was one of the hardest things for me to do because I didn't, I wasn't really sure who I was after, after I got out. So I started to really appreciate that I was still here, um, that I get to do so many different things. Now I, once I found my passion of wanting to help others, it made everything else kind of go away. You know, I didn't need that negativity anymore. I was able to say no. Um, and and I think that's one of the most important things to do is to be okay with yourself. It's just like they say, it's okay to not be okay. Once you're able to embrace that, then really nothing else matters, especially during this time, it could have, it was, it's been very difficult, but because I've learned to change my mindset, I've turned it (laughs) into something positive.
0: Cool. well one thing i i did also want to ask you is in 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 this film you know best years of our lives there's and oddly enough it's a nearly three-hour movie but the 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 three characters you know as as depicted um, each tend to have you know only one you know challenge that that they're facing and My experience and possibly yours, you know, possibly as well is that realistically, it's not too often only one, you know, challenge being faced, it might be, you know, bipolar with anxiety or it might be, you know, another diagnosis or what have you but but have you encountered it to be you know you know one only or has have you found it to be kind of like a a mix of of different or or, you know some combination thereof so to speak
1: i've seen a mix so depression with anxiety ptsd Mm -hmm. with anxiety you know bipolar with anxiety i've seen a mix of it so it's i haven't seen just one Mm -hmm. there's always something else along with it because of a you know something that happened in your life, maybe prior, prior to going overseas. Yeah.
0: Well, how, how have you, how are you doing t- today? If I could ask.
1: Oh, sure. So today I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent, but I am so much better. I'm in such cool. a better place than I was before. Cool. Um, you know, I think those of us who, who live with this, with mental illness, we, we have some de- good days and we have some bad mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just learning how to step away when you start to feel like you're going down that path.
0: Yeah. Well, now for um, a lot of the you know support network, um, so, so to speak. And again, this is probably going to sound like uh, you know a, a dumb question. Um, I guess there's no way around that. I guess I've I've, I've got to ask dumb dumb questions. Um, in in terms of support available, um, f- f- from your perspective, is it mostly the your 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 peers, fellow, fellow veterans, or um, in, in terms of support that, that you've availed yourself of? Or is it like non-veteran or is it kind of a mix of both? Because I know that there's often a stereotype of you know particularly in military towns where there's like a a, a, what's that term um i'm trying to look on the the word the the word that is like a um is it commissary is that is that the word commissary commissary that word yeah Yeah, where where there's almost like like a community um vibe in the town um is something that, that you've encountered in in terms of you know, leaning into that as opposed to looking outside of the community. I guess I guess that would be the way that that probably the better way to to, to phrase that.
1: So there's a mix. I I also work with a lot of nonprofits who offer resources, which is so amazing. Mm-hmm. So there are so many different communities out there that want to help veterans. Um, you know, one one place in particular, because I did not go to the VA to seek therapy. I went to, a, uh, a nonprofit called, you know, the Stephen A. Cohen foundation and they work with military. So there's places like that, that, you know, that are offered to us. And it's just, it, it's really just amazing how many, how many, uh, nonprofits are out there that, that want to help. So I don't, you know, I, I tend to be in both spaces. So either military spouses or veteran community, but there are civilians out there too, that want to help. Um, so it's, it's really kind of amazing what has evolved over the past 10 years. So, you know, don't, don't give up hope. There's people out there that appreciate and, and want to help.
0: Yeah, and one thing on um, a point I wanted to um, to, to mention is, with, with your perspective and background, this pertains both to the vet, the, the veteran themselves as well as you know friend fam- friend and family. Um, it, it, would that would that be cor- correct to, to to say that that a lot of the um, outreach and work you're doing would pertain both to you know, friends and family of, as well as the veterans themselves?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes. There's a lot more out there for our, our family who doesn't understand and even friends who don't understand. There's, there's support for that. Cool. Cause,
0: um, well, what would you, what would you say for those who are, you know, going through a hard time today, whether it's, um, whether it's a friend or family um, or whether it's, you know, the, the veteran themselves, what, what would you, do you say to those today who might be listening and they're just having a hard, hard time today?
1: I, I really, I really love to tell people that, you know, there, there is hope and in- I like to say party lights at the end of the tunnel. That's for a whole other story. Yeah, but yeah. There are party yeah. lights at the end of the tunnel because, you know, it's all about how we're gonna turn our mess into our message. And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have those, those hard days. But just keep wake, keep showing up, and remember your why. You know, why do you, why do you do what you do? And look at what's around you. you there's so many friends and family that, that are there, it's just up to us to say, Hey, I can't do this by myself. You know, we, it's up to us to end that stigma. Mm -hmm. You know, there's it's, there's no other way to around it. We, we need to end that stigma by saying it's okay. And that there is help and there's no shame in asking for help. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I went on this, this long road since I was nine and I never realized how how I never realized that I was gonna be able to get through it. Um but I'm so glad that God gave me a million chances to do that. So don't give up. I, pro- do, I promise it's gonna get better.
0: Definitely. And 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 for those listening, if if listening to this podcast today and, and hearing Annette um is the one thing that you accomplish today, that's that's a pretty big baby step, I gotta say. Yeah. And so for those of, if, if this is the one productive thing that you've done today, I'm, I'm proud of you. And, um, so I, I just wanted to, to emphasize that and, and mention that Thank um, you. also. So, um, now as we wind down, I did want to mention, um, a, a few more resources and, and I would include a wild ride called life and your, um, podcast, the, um, the, the truths we hide, um, among. the the resources. But there is Mental Health America, which is mhanational.org. There's also NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, N-A-M-I.org. There's also madinamerica.com. And as I mentioned, the, the, the podcast and a wild ride called life and, and the podcast, um, the truth we hide. How, how would people get in contact with you if they wanted to um, f- find out more?
1: Oh, sure. So you could go to a wild ride called life.com and you can email me through there. You can message me anonymously. Uh, all my social media links are on there. So that that's that would be the place, base to go. But I just want to add one more resource if I may.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention is amazing.
0: Oh, they are an excellent group. Yes. I've I've heard nothing but, but good stuff about them. So definitely. AFSP.
1: A- A- yes. Very
0: cool. Good deal. Well well, thank you so much for, for being here today. I, I appreciate it.
1: No, it was it's been an honor. I, I really appreciate your work. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, um, those of you at home or at work or you know, wherever you may be. Um stay safe, everyone. Um and um talk with, talk with you next time. Uh bye. Bye. And I can always.